Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. I am Kia McLean. And I am Shaimika Arno. Welcome to Date Affirm the Real. We appreciate you all coming in this evening. We have a great topic to discuss. So we ask that you engage with us and we ask that the hashtag that you use tonight when nuggets are dropped is hashtag single nuggets. Hashtag single nuggets. All right. So anytime we say something that resonates with you or you want to put a boom sign, drop hashtag single nuggets. So what are we talking about tonight, Shamika? Five something for the single season <laughs> five ways to maximize your single season wow, yes. and press the button and it went away i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> i was like ready <laughs> i know like when you get into it you be like especially because we brainstorm and we talk about all types of different things right it just gets so rambled in your head because there's so many different things. So I'm excited about this topic. I have literally in the last week, um, babe, can you share this with people or invite people? Um, because I definitely want to invite Floyd. He texted me earlier and we were having a conversation and I want him to be a part of this conversation. If he can hop in, I know he's probably at work. But um, I'm actually going to tag him to see if he gets a notification. But I want to talk about this because so many people, I've had so many conversations lately with singles who have basically told me they give up. So we need to discuss this. They give up? They give up. They're done. They're finished. They don't want to date anymore. They said the dating pool is horrible. I just, so we need to have this conversation because I don't want people out here giving up. However, before we get into this conversation, I do want to preface what I say. Everybody knows Date Affirm the Real is all about positivity. It's all about uplifting people. It's all about empowering people. However, I must say this because the real part of me has to be honest. Sometimes I hear people's stories and I'm like, what? Yeah. That's what's happening out here? And so that's the real part of me. I have to be honest and say, I do understand people's frustration. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to give up though. Because I want you to understand something about the power of your energy, the power of evolving and changing because sometimes we keep doing the same things and expecting different results. results yeah. This is not to blame anybody. You know, let me preface that also because I don't want people coming for me in the comments or sending me private messages later. I get those. Right. I'm not trying to tell you all because people often say, well, you have somebody so you don't know what it's like. Look, I'm not saying that it's easy peasy. What I am saying, though, 
is how many of us are willing to alter some of our habits. And that's what that's and that's yeah. and I'm single. I'm single. So and I'm actually enjoying it. I'm actually well, enjoying it. I, but I, I think it's a mindset, right? It's a it, mindset. It is that. And many of us struggle with shifting our mindset to, you know, <clears throat> some people have been single for a very long time. Some people are newly single. Um, but what I'm finding is the majority of the single people don't like being single. Right. Which is sad because if you don't like being with yourself, um, how are you going to find somebody that else doesn't like being with you? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Perfect segue, right? Perfect segue. And I love how we be doing that. Perfect segue. <laughs> So if you are just joining us, remember, we need you to drop hashtag single nuggets in the comment section. Anytime we drop something and you're like, oh, that's fire. Oh, that resonated. Oh, I needed to hear that. Oh, that was me. Drop hashtag single nuggets. If somebody can drop that in the comments for me now, that will be helpful so that the other people will know. Hashtag single nuggets. All right, so I'm going to go through my notes, and then you're going to have edit, cousin. All right, so these are the five things that I, I mean, because, of course, I've been single at various points. And so I, want, I wanted to talk about the five things that I particularly decided to focus on to try to maximize my singlehood. Mm-hmm. And when I say maximize, what I mean is, when you get in a relationship, the amount of time that you have to invest in certain things, it will change. Yes. And so I think that people don't realize, like, there are a ton of things that you can do in your singlehood. What I find, though, is people try to fill that time with just hopping into another relationship versus doing some of the things that I know that I practice in my singlehood. One of them is sometimes people don't even know what hobbies they have. They don't even know what they enjoy doing because they've revolved their entire life around a man or their kids. Everybody else but them. Everybody else but themselves. So you don't even really know who you are. And you're putting all this energy into, I want a relationship. I want a relationship. I want a relationship. But are you taking the time to get to know who you are and what you enjoy. So hobbies is one of the things. My career. So at one point, I needed to really focus on my career when I was single. Mm -hmm. I had the time. Um, It was important that I focus on that because it was important to me. And so what did I do? I put a little bit more energy into, you know what, let me do what I need to do to grow in my career. Right. Number three, my education. I remember when I went back to school, I was single. And I'm glad that I was single because I wouldn't have been able to get as much accomplished because a relationship takes work, it takes effort, it takes energy. So does getting your education, right? So I went back to school at the end of my bachelor's degree, then I went and got my master's degree, 
And part of the time that I got my master's degree is when I got married the first time. But it's a lot of work. So during my singleness, I enjoyed knowing what hobbies I had. Mm-hmm. Yes. My career, my education. I got two more. Number four, family. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that happened is my grandmother got up in age. My mom got up in age. My son was an adult and went off to school. So different needs had to kind of, I had to transfer my energy, my time to different things and different people in the family. During your singlehood, what can you use your time and put your effort towards rather than focusing on when am I going to get that woman? When am I going to get that man? Yeah, I, I just, I can't preface enough how much energy we put into that versus knowing who we are. You don't even know what you like in a person because you went from one relationship to the next relationship and you've not even got, I'm not even hung up on time. I'm hung up on the amount of energy you're putting into yourself. Right. If you're not putting right. any energy into yourself, then it's not probably the best decision to go to the next relationship. Number five, this is going to sound very similar to number one, but it's different. Number five is learning something new. Mm. Now, this is not the same as a hobby. I'll give you an example of something I did. When I moved to Dallas, I was single. Mm -hmm. And it was very intentional. I did not want to get in another relationship. I was very, very intentional. My first year in Dallas, minimum no relationship for me because I need to get my shit together mm-hmm. because I moved to a different city I sold or gave away all of my things I needed to get my finances in order I didn't have any business being in a relationship mm-hmm. so I focused on myself mm-hmm. now when I say learn something new why is that different from a hobby because a hobby is something that you feel like you might enjoy or that mm-hmm. you do enjoy Learning something new is challenging yourself. Mm -hmm. Going outside of the box. Not thinking in terms of, well, I'll go skating. You went skating when you was a kid. You know how to skate. That's nothing new, right? That's nothing new, right. So this is what I did. I did two different things. One was in honor of my stepfather. One of the things he did was he was good with his hands with everything. Mm -hmm. So I bought an old dresser. And I decided I'm going to refinish this dresser. Hmm. I never had a desire to do anything like that. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Mm -hmm. But that's what I did. I decided I'm going to, you know, fix this dresser. I'm going to paint it a different color. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was was really happy and pleased with myself for stepping outside of the box. Mm -hmm. The second thing I did was I took crochet classes. I never had an interest in crocheting. Mm -hmm. In fact, I would look at it and say, that's for old people. That's for people who don't have anything else to do. That's for people who want to make stuff for babies. So learning something new is actually you saying, I'm going to step outside of my comfort Comfort zone Uh and do something new. So those are my five things that I wanted to share with you all that I did to maximize my single season. So what do you have, Shamika? 
What so, you got for us? So for me, it might be similar to yours, right? So a couple of things I've done while I have been in this season of being single is um, I actually decided to Marie Kondo. <laughs> I decided to Marie Kondo, and Marie Kondo is uh, the Japanese art of organizing. And so, and I did this because, and I think I shared this before in another episode, is I had a lot of stuff that I carried with me from 1993. Okay, 19, boxes of stuff from 19, so Marie, so I got the book, I actually watched her on Netflix and, um, and got her book and read her book. And actually in the process of that has been really, really healing. It has been really healing of learning how to let things go, of learning how to release things and then keep things that promote joy. So even mm-hmm. in my space, like right now I'm in my room and I'm like, yay, because before there would have been a whole bunch of stuff all on the floor because I didn't have nowhere to place it. And she teaches, and in that she taught like, okay, everything has a home. Everything has a home. So when you come in, everything has a home. So you're like, okay, I put my keys. Um, Floyd said hello. He's on. Hey, Floyd. Now, Don is on now. Morrison. Um, hey, Don. Uh, and so... Because I haven't been looking. <laughs> like I should. I know, that's Let me put right. my phone, phone in front of me. Got my phone right there. Um, and it really helped me put a lot of things in perspective. And so even as I, I was doing that, it also helped me think like, okay, if I'm creating a space where when I come into it, it brings me joy, how much more can I go to even deal with people that, that spark joy in my life? Like, And it made me really consider who do I have in my space? So mm-hmm. in this singleness, it was this, learn again, this part of learning me, this part yeah. of learning me, this part of creating a safe space for me, you know? And so um, I started thinking, like, okay, who brings me joy? Like, do the people around me, and have I chosen people around me to bring joy? So that was definitely um, identifying. And again, it's this part of learning me and learning what I'm bringing into my space and being intentional of what I bring into my space. And so, yes, there are, um, there are, like she said, the, the, the dating pool. It is wild out there. It's wild out there. Like, it's some wild. They got some wild stuff going out on out there. But the thing is that that don't mean I got to be participant of it, right? Like, I'm, um, and I think we've had this conversation too. Like, I can sit, we can sit with somebody, and I'm, I have to be conscious, though. I have to be um, present. I have to be present. I'm sorry. So that was my one, was, was, um, was, Organizing my life. Yeah. Organizing my life and creating a space for, for me to have somebody come in that's, that that would create and spark joy in my space. So hold on. I, I know you want to go to your next one, but I want to sit with that for just a minute because I want people who are watching this to understand the significance of reorganizing your space. Oh my God. Release, releasing things from your space yes. and making space for new. Yes. So I've done that in a relationship. I've done that since Marcus and I have been together. Um, in fact, very quick story, because it's, it's really kind of funny, but it coincides with what Shamika just said. So when we got together, um, we had decided that we would move in together 
six months later than I actually moved in. That's a whole nother story. So when I moved in, he had a smaller place than what I had. And so that forced me very quickly to release things, right? And so, except my clothes, except my shoes. So I get here and the closet had so much stuff in it. I didn't even know what clothes I had in the closet. <laughs> and I had no idea. So every day I would be like, I don't have any clothes. I don't have any clothes to wear. I don't even have anything to wear for this. I don't have anything to wear because I didn't know what I had. I had no clue what I had. And so long story short, I ultimately ended up hiring a stylist to help me so that A, I didn't have to be trying to pick, pick clothes out and B, it would help me in my professional and my entrepreneur and my business um, to show up as my brand. So one of the first assignments she gave me was to clean my closet out. You all will not believe the emotional impact. Yes. This is why I wanted you to pause there because you didn't really talk about that. And I want you to, I know we only have 60 minutes, but I want you to just talk about that a little more. I literally cried taking stuff out of my closet because what I recognized was those clothes were tied to memories. Mm. They were tied to pain. They were tied to things that I did yes. not want to release. Yes. And in your single season, this yes. is your time. This is your opportunity yes. to yep. release those things so yes. that when you get into another relationship, you don't you're have not baggage. going with that stuff. Man. What, what I can say bag lady. Bag lady. <laughs> you go hurt your back. <laughs> yeah. And that was the that's the first thing that Marie Connor tells you to do. She tells her so what she did was she was like, get all of your clothes. If it's downstairs and you have to get every single item of your clothes out of a drawer, out of the closet, out of the you know, make sure they wash, out of the washroom, out of downstairs, living room, wherever you got it. Where you got to empower it onto your bed. And she requires that you take each piece of clothing. And I like Marie Conner because she's weird. It's like me. I like, you know, I, I'm a little weird. And so she was like, each item, you take each item. So I'm talking with this hand because this hand looked tall because I don't, I'm not used to having nails. So this hand don't have nails and this <laughs> don't look pretty. So I'm going to just try to keep it down right here when I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> so you got each item and you and you and you ask, does this spark joy? And so the thing is that learning how to identify what sparks joy, what makes you feel good, right? You get something that makes you feel good and, and you like, I know this, oh I love this, my oh I love the way it feels, I love the way I look in it. You feel that. And so then you get another item and then you're like, okay, does this spark joy? And if it doesn't spark Thank it for being there, even if it has tags on it. Even if it has tags on it, you thank it for, for coming into your space. You fold it and you put it away to go to where we're going to take it, like Goodwill or um, I'm, ta I'm giving it to um, uh, um, uh, women's shelters. So I'm giving mm -hmm. myself to women's shelters. You 
know, and so, um, so yeah, so, and that's, and it was like one at a time, right, one at a time, and, um, yeah, that was, I feel like that, and so it was, so it was a couple of things, so it was the clothing, your shoes, same thing, you pile up, you pile it, um, pile on and, and do the same thing with the shoes. Now, what's had me stuck the longest has been pictures. And so right now I'm in this process of um, what pictures to keep, what pictures, um, yeah. and, I'm creating a, and I'm creating a photo album, right? So I bought a photo album. So that way, because the thing too, like you said, if you don't, like the, the thing about Marie Kondo is that you, you want to, when you put things up, it has to be clear for you to see everything. Mm-hmm. So everything you you have to see everything. So in your closet, you can't put it in the storage and put it underneath stuff. You have to be able to see it all. Yeah. So yeah. I had pictures in a in a um in a chest, a little chest, and that it never came out. It never came out. It never came out. Nobody ever looked at them. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna put them in folder. I'm gonna keep the ones. And you know how many? You know how many pictures the kids the um the school pictures. Yeah. I had didn't give them to nobody, mm-hmm. and got the the whole big packet. Yeah, I, did, I got the big packet, and didn't give them pictures to but two to days. nobody. <laughs> My stuff and they daddy. <laughs> nobody, nobody. I got so many multiples of pictures. It's ridiculous. So that's my been my process right now. That's my process, and and the thing is that even though like I went into like oh I'm gonna organize my space, I'm gonna it really really again it really transformed a couple of things in me. Again, identifying what sparks joy, creating a space that sparks joy. Like you, I showed you my room. I love my room. I love how my room mm-hmm. looks. I love the process it's taking. I'm having a little lotus flower up there, but yeah, it's just it's just learning. And learning what I like and my style, my and it's like building this relationship with myself. Um, let me see. Floyd says, "Yes, I changed the deodorant I use because my ex liked the old me." Oh, I like that one. The yeah. old me. Um, oops, because my ex liked the old one. I grew my beard longer, started cooking things. I couldn't cook. Started painting. And playing any and every instrument I wanted. I loved it. I burned candles yeah. and incense often. Wasn't able to do any of that when I was married. Wow. See, and so as a witness to Floyd's evolution and his singlehood. Love it. It's true. I've watched him play a number of different instruments and he's put that on social media to share with the world. I've watched him cook I mean, amazing cuisine. Um, and so I think it's important that I don't know many people, to be honest with you. I'm just going to keep it a book. I don't know many people that really just try to figure out, hey, what do I like? Because I need to know me. Yes. Either I need to know me again or I need yes. to know me, period. Man. Many people do not take the time to do that. They just... Either they're hopping into another relationship or they're constantly going, 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 going. And they're not taking every distraction to not get. And look, 
if anybody knows me, you already know. I talk about things that I've already done. Right, right. I talk about things that I've lived through. Right. I've done those things, so I can talk about it. Right. I used to do the very thing. Try to escape me. Man. Try to run from me. Man. Try to do all the things so that I wouldn't have to deal with myself and my pain and my Savior. ugliness and my toxicity Man. and all in my mistakes. I tried to do all of that. Man. It wasn't until I sat with myself and said, you need to fix your shit. And That's face. it. Thing. I just posted about that today. It's not a beautiful thing. It's quite ugly. It's like the ugly cry. It's quite ugly. <laughs> You're going to endure. So in your singleness, if you want the best type of relationship, you have to do those things. That's why I just told Floyd earlier. And I mean this with all of my heart because Floyd is like a brother to me. The woman that he gets when she comes along is going to be so amazingly fortunate because he's done the work. Hmm. You got to do the work. You have to do the work. That's if you don't invest in you, you don't get to know you. You don't do the healing. You don't take the time. You don't. And even you, I've seen you do the work. Yes, I've seen you do the work. Like <laughs> even with the along the way, as you were organizing and cleaning out your room, I was privy to that information like you were sharing photos with me or videos or whatever and and so i saw the joy that that started to bring to you even in your singleness i've never in fact i've heard you say i can't wait till i get my person but i've never heard you be down about being single i've never heard you say anything negative about being single i've never and probably, you're probably the only person that I know that has been positive about being single. It's and so, because I was that, I was in that space where I was like, yeah. I just want to be with somebody, make me uh -huh. feel better. Make me feel better. <laughs> make me feel better, right? I can't even make myself feel better. Yeah. But I want somebody else to do it. That's a lot of work on somebody. That's a lot of pressure on somebody else. To put on somebody else. To expect somebody else to create. That's a lot of pressure to make sure to for somebody else to make me feel happy. That's a lot of pressure on somebody, especially if I don't want to do it myself. Especially if I don't even know what makes me feel happy. That's a lot of pressure upon another person. So now you got this person you've been talking about waiting for, and 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 you have these expectations about how they're supposed to be and how they're supposed to make you feel, and you can't even do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. So it took yeah. a minute. It took me. It took having me to learn me. It took me having to love me. It took um, having to look at the choices I made in relationships. It took me um, even like I, I remember being I remember like needing to be talking to somebody often. I remember needing to do that because I was distracted. You know, if I sat in myself and sat mm -hmm. by myself, it was mm -hmm. difficult. You know? And so um he said, bless your heart and spirit. Shining. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Floyd. Um, but I remember that. I remember um, being in that space. And so, and now it's so funny because now I'm like, now I just love, I'm like, I just be sitting in my room. I'm like, ah, I just, I can't wait to get, like, I can't wait to get home.
can't wait to come home and be like, huh. At first, I used to be like, dang, I can't wait to come home and for a guy to do it. Every now and again, I might feel like that, but it's not often because then I think, like, they got to come in my space and I got to share my space with them. You know, <laughs> I actually almost just got emotional as you said that. And the reason why is because I literally remembered not being able to just sit by myself. Um, yeah, I'm trying Me not too. to cry right now. I'm Me trying too. not to cry. Okay, so there's a lot of people that are single out here who are struggling with that. And I've been there. I've been there. And it took me a while to get to the five different examples that I've gave that I gave to you all about how to maximize your singleness. And for those that came in late, really quick, I'm gonna tell you what those five things were. I found some hobbies. I invested time and energy into my career, my education, my family, and learning something new. Now, what got me there? Is the thing I, I was talk about therapy, um, and so of course Shamika's a therapist, and I'm sure she will definitely agree that having a therapist it really kind of allows you to lean in to who you really are, and not concentrate so much on who you've been. And so I had to step away from that. I had to, you know, even when you were talking about how, like, and that's the part that made me get emotional when you said, you remember a time like you just had to have that person, you know, that was me. I used to be that person like, well, where's the filler? I need to have a filler here. Like mm -hmm. I'm single, but I need to have a filler. Mm -hmm. And so this person, knowing that person wasn't fulfilling anything. Man. They weren't fulfilling a thing. In fact, the one of the ways that I knew that this was a healthy relationship for me now is because I used to be very needy, but people didn't know that I was needy. Right? I was like an undercover needy. I was like, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna know I'm you ain't gonna know I'm needy because I had a very rough exterior. And I still do. So my exterior said one thing, but Underneath, I was like, I was like, like a soft gangster. I was like, like get out of here. Don't leave. Don't leave. I was like, I want to hug. Come back. Right? So I was a soft gangster. So, but one of the things I knew, like, I had evolved to this other place is with Marcus traveling so much, I'd be like, I get a break. I get some time to myself. I get, because I had got adjusted yes. to having. Me time. I had got adjusted to doing things alone, having my space, you know, doing the things that I needed to do to re-energize myself. Right. Because again, being in a relationship, as much as we want it when we're single, being in a relationship takes work and effort and energy and it's a lot. It does. Because you have someone else to consider. Oh my and so I have to think about when he's home, I'm literally like, Okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to make sure this is done. I got to... When he's not here, I can focus on me. Right, right. I can, I can just do what I need to do for me. And But back in the day, before I had started doing the healing work, 
I would just be like, I want him here. I want, I want to be under him. Don't, I want us to spend so much time together. Right now, I don't need that, and that is because I had to discover who I was. I had to learn and love who I am. So that's important. I mean, because this is data from the real, y'all gonna get the real right, uncut. Right. This the first take is the only take. Y'all gonna this get it real and wrong. Right here, right here. This is it. And there's other people that may feel like this, but they might not say it um, on the live or in the YouTube comments. You know, but I'm I'm going to be honest with you all. I struggled a lot with being by myself and loving myself. I struggled a lot with that. So. What to say, you cousin? You know what? I want to um, actually, people, people that are on right now, I want you to name three things that you value about you, that you love about you, that you um, that you enjoy about you. If you can put it in the post or um, later on, but I want you to think about that. Think about. I've asked clients that, like, well, what do you like about you? And they sometimes didn't have anything. I think that's the saddest thing. So if you want somebody in your life and you can't even find something that you like about you, how does that work when you get somebody else? Because see, again, your focus will be on them and making them happy because because you're not, because you don't think you're worthy or good enough. And you're going to choose somebody that is based off of that concept too. So yeah, three things you like about yourself. Three things you Three positive things you like about yourself. Three, three things that you value in yourself that you know you are. Yeah. Um, so I. Um, so that's that's that that was my journey. So it was creating a space in my in my home, creating a safe space, creating a peaceful space in my home. Um, and uh, what else? I, I um I ended up getting my license. You know for um. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading the thing. Ford said, I struggle as well until I go on a date. LOL reminds me about the piece I created at home. <laughs> For real. It'd be a lot of people out there with some stuff. You'd be like, oh. Okay, so my motto is my motto. My motto is everybody crazy as hell. It's just a level of crazy you're willing to deal with. And some level of crazy I'm not willing to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, some level of crazy I'm like, yeah, yours is, is on another level. And I don't. But um, but um, what was I saying? Uh, oh, I took my um, got my license as a therapist. I got that last year, um, and I focused on studying. Like I had to, like you said, you focus on your education, and um, and for me it was the it was getting that license. Man, I, it took me a long time to get that license because I was dealing with fear and 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 I. Again, these are things that I learned being single. Like I was dealing with fear and, and fear of success. And like I started learning these things about me as I'm sitting here by myself in my thoughts that I was running from, you know? And a lot of it, I journaled um, a lot of thoughts, like especially the racing thoughts I would have, the thoughts that wouldn't go away. And I'd have to write it down and about to write it down. Like, what's going on right here? And I have to ask questions like, what's going on? Like, like what is this? You know, and I started yeah. asking those questions, asking myself those questions. What's going on? What is this? Can I change it? Like, because 
I tend to, even though, but oh, you and also okay, because this this reminds me of this the book that book that we talked that you had me um, listen, the one where the philosopher and the the young boy. Oh, the courage to be disliked. Yes, and he said, the kind said, if there was nobody else around, he said you wouldn't have no problem. So every problem you have is based off of how somebody views Other people. You, you know, of how you think other people view you. Right? And so I like for that like it was about like for a long time it was about how other people saw me or what does this look like to other people. Yeah. You know? And so that hinders you from from that growth too. What people say if I even with, with questioning your religion, that was a big Question, question mm-hmm. our religion because you have to question. You know that was that's you not supposed to do that, but but God said he's my friend, so why would I? You know, so yeah. different things and different journeys that people are telling you what you're not supposed to do, and what you. And the thing is that you have to realize this is your journey. They not in the room with you. They're not in the room. That you said that on the, you said that on there. You like you don't owe nobody nothing. Yeah. It's it's your journey. If you don't. You know, and so, um, so yeah, so that was identifying again because I and I'm good at, and I, and I'm not and, and here's the thing, you guys, I'm 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 still working on when I come into when I deal with people, um, uh, uh, what I tend to do is when I'm talking to people, I will tend to focus on them. And I have to catch myself. I'm catching myself faster and, and quicker now. But I will start focusing on what they like and what they want. And, what, and I'm like, okay, stop that. I have to mm-hmm. talk to myself and tell myself, okay, stop that. And so in me journaling, in me, you know, sitting here in my own, in by myself, okay, how did my day go? What things do I need to work on that I noticed for the day? You know, so, um, oh, connection issues, Marcus. Um, so those are things I've had to do sitting by myself mm-hmm. and so um yeah sitting by myself i love sitting by myself now i love sitting by myself i love being with me i love yeah. me like i genuinely love being with me and make that time to if you're in in because i know that sometimes we have busy lives and we gotta go and we gotta mm-hmm. but you have to be intentional intentional yeah making that time for you whatever that time looks like i we um we talked you talked about hobbies and and doing something new and i've had clients like i'm like they still meet up out there it's meetup.com where you can just meet up to go hike Mm -hmm. you can meet up to go Mm -hmm. paint a mural i don't know whatever floats your boat like yep just try something different you know but i think i just implore you to for you to get to know yourself, get to know you, get to know who you are. What are your likes? What are your dislikes? Um, what are things that you're open to? We, and expectations, because we need to burn our expectations of other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you act, so two things, two things we need to happen, you all. And I can't see who all is on here for whatever reason. Sometimes I can see, sometimes I can't. Unless you comment, I don't know that you're present. So we need two things from you. 
we need for you to, if something resonates with you, if a jewel is dropped, if that was powerful, we need hashtag single nuggets. The second thing that we need is Shamika ask the question, whether you drop it in the comments or you really consider that. What are three things you like about yourself? Even if you don't share it with us here, think about that, contemplate that. That's connected with what I talk about as it relates to journaling. Listen, singleness is not a curse. It's not. I have had various seasons of singleness and I have delved deeper each time into knowing more about myself. Even in this relationship, even though I'm connected, I'm in a relationship, I still continue to delve deeper into who I am. I'm not trying to lose that part of myself in a relationship. So just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean your relationship is supposed to envelop all of who you are. You are still supposed to get to know yourself more and more. You continually grow and evolve and, and change. And how would you know that if you're not getting connected to yourself? So I think it's important, like, listen to the nuggets that Shamika's dropping because it's important. Like, take the time, take the time to get to know who you are and love on yourself because when you love on yourself, I'm going to tell you something from experience. Other people see it and that's how they're going to show up for you. Yeah, They're going to show up for you that way. Because they see yes. that oh she or he love themselves. If I don't come with it like that, I can't even be in a space. Yes. yes. Like <laughs> I can't even be in a space. Floyd said, I love my creativity. I love my willingness to grow and love that I'm in tune with my emotions. Yes. And it. and let's let's shout out the fact that a man is talking about this. We're not yes. going to just scurry over that comment. We're going to give that man credit yes. for talking about his emotions, acknowledging his emotions as a man when men are out here trying to act like they so macho and don't have emotions. Yeah. Big ups, my brother. Yes. Big ups. Yes. Okay? Yes. We're going to acknowledge that and, and show yes. you love. Yes. And Don said, individuality is a must. Absolutely. You have to have your individuality. We, I mean know any better when I was younger because I had no example of like a healthy love mm -hmm. where people had their own individual things and then they came back together and it was just happy healthy love I, I didn't see that mm -hmm. these are things that I had to discover on my journey mm -hmm. and so and and I'm still trying to figure it out I still don't and, have it all together and here's the thing We've had society tell us how it's supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. Like we've had things ingrained and entrained in us saying, this is how it's supposed to go. This is what it's supposed to look like. Like even as children, like remember the, like the fairy tale stories, I'm glad they're changing it, but oh, the fairy yes. tale stories, like we think that a prince is supposed to save us. I remember the song that um, Anita Baker had, those fairy tales, like she yeah. talked about that. Like mm -hmm. we thought the prince was gonna come save us, but we don't talk about relationships. We talk about this thing about saving, saving us, right? Yeah. And so, and what if the concept of even having a relationship 
isn't even what society wants. Like, even, <laughs> isn't even society-based, right? That's so true. <laughs> like, step up, when you cut, like, it's, it's, and that's the thing, that's the courageousness of finding who you are, the individuality of who you are, because it might go against the grain of society. And that's the fear sometimes is being rejected by society. Or, yeah, society. Your friends, your your family members. But the thing is that you have to do, you can either, look, this is the thing. You can either choose to continue to do what others tell you and be unhappy or choose to live the life that you create that creates happiness for you. I mean, you can say, because it's- can you rewind that? You can either, you can either oh, choose to follow them, follow what other people say, and choose to be unhappy, or you can choose to find out who you are and find the happiness in finding you. This is when the most happiness entered my life. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked you to repeat that. Mm-hmm. Because maybe that might help somebody else. I was so caught up. I was so caught up in what other people were doing and how other people were doing it and what other people would think and how other people would feel and trying to do this and trying Mm -hmm. to do that. And the moment that I became so clear, like, this is my life. This is my journey. None of that shit makes me happy. None of that resonates with me. I don't feel connected to that. Why am I doing those things? And I have had the most happiness when my journey became my journey. Some of you all are out there in your singleness trying to find something that fits in that box that society has told you you need to have and you're doing this to yourself. Yes. Some of you are getting impatient and I get it. I said that in the beginning. Don't attack me. Don't send me an inbox. Don't listen. Don't attack me about this. What we have to understand is people are going to be who they are. We should not be trying to change people. People look at me and Marcus and they think we have a perfect relationship. And without going deep into our business, we do not. (laughs) There are things that I don't like about him. And there are things that he doesn't like about me. What makes us work is we unequivocally accept the shit because of how we feel about each other. Point blank, period. We became the two people that could tolerate what the other person was doing enough to say none of that really matters. Mm -hmm. I can look past those things. And we can still do what we're doing. And we can be happy without trying to say, you need to do this and you need to do that, which is something I did in previous relationships. I don't tell him what he needs to do. I don't feel like I need to mother him. I don't feel like I need to tell him that he needs to obey me. I used to do those things. He can do whatever the hell he wants to do. I can do whatever the hell I want to do. Now, if we don't like it to a degree that it affects our peace or whatever, we can sit down and have an adult, mature conversation with one another. 
We don't yell and scream and cuss at each other. Done that before. We don't disrespect each other. Done that before. So it's just about you accepting people for who they are. What we do in relationships is we try to change people. Yes. Well, I want you to do this. I want you to do it like this. I want you to be like this. Go this way. That person over there is doing it like this. So I want you to do it like that. I don't look at anybody else's relationship and compare it to ours because our relationship is our relationship. Both of us are quirky and weird in our own damn way. Yes. I'm not trying to change that man. Right. He's not trying to change me. Perfection, as far as I'm concerned. Right. That's right. where perfection meant. Because yes. we're not trying to change each other. I love but that. in the past, I've had that. Yeah. This is the this is the number one advice I have for single people. Stop trying to change people. You can't change a damn soul. If you ain't going to change, how the hell you think they're going to change? Yeah. Leave people alone. If they're not for you, keep it moving. It's okay. And it's okay. That has nothing it's to do. Okay. And if they, don't, if they do not like you, it is, has nothing to do with who you are. It just means they are not it. Next, next stop. It's not your stop. Get on the bus. Go somewhere else. Come on, let's play. Marcus said he likes his patience, his selflessness, and his positivity. Yes. Thank you, Marcus. <laughs> Those are definitely his powers. Yes. Yes. Those are definitely so, your powers, babe. <laughs> Those are your powers. And that that's what makes us such a great balance. Because those ain't my three. It's not. <laughs> Patience. <laughs> Pray for your cousin. <laughs> you like now. Now. I'm, I am the now person. Snap my fingers. It's supposed to be here. I lack all the patience in the world. But I am so fortunate to have someone that that you know we can we we have those we can have those um that play with each other like mm -hmm. that's your strength this is my strength right. don says he likes his space his peace and his quietness i can see that with you don i can definitely see that with you his space his peace and his quietness yeah thanks for sharing you guys that's the man that's the man up for us tonight and we appreciate it, it. yes so we much. value you all so much yes. and i can't tell you enough how much it's needed for men to be involved in these conversations yeah. especially with the dark therapist on the line because that's powerful like to become vulnerable like that yeah. with two women i think that's beautiful that's beautiful. Yeah. And I appreciate you guys for that. I appreciate you guys for that. Um, How do you want to close this thing? Oh, it's time to go. Because we are already at 752. Oh. So we got to start uh, wrapping it up. We got eight minutes, but we got to start wrapping six it minutes, up. Six minutes. Six minutes. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Oh, 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 all night. I know. Couldn't we couldn't yeah, we couldn't let that happen. <laughs> we sing every 
I just want to say, be grateful. What if, like, what if, what if you just being grateful with you, with you being happy with you, what if that will open the door to somebody that's going to compliment that? You know? What if it's not a race? And what if even when you get to know people and get in those moments, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're it, but it could be just a new friendship. What if that's okay as well? You know, it's like we have these expectations of what, what it's supposed to look like. And what if just embracing who we are and allowing things to either go or stay and it's okay. And allowing that. Yeah. That's beautiful. It um, it really kind of adds to what I was thinking about non-attachment style and allowing things to just flow. Mm-hmm. Allow it to flow. If it, I mean, if it doesn't stick and you all don't become it's okay. whatever it is that you created in your head or your mind, that is okay. okay. I <clears throat> I really want us to get to a place where we're not offended by people's non-acceptance of us. And the reason why that's important is because you want someone to fully accept who you are. As much as we joke on here, we haven't done it tonight, um, mainly because Marcus is out of town and he is um, handling things from afar. But I constantly, this is the running joke. We always joke about how he stutters and all of these kinds of things. But it's a joke for him. It's a joke for me. But it's a thing that I accept about him. I have no patience whatsoever. I am uh, pretty quirky sometimes. He accepts those things about me. He still loves me through all of that. And so I think the key is be with somebody who really, 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 really can accept you. I see that, babe. I know, I know you don't stud. <laughs> but it's just important. Don't be with anybody that wants to try to change you. Don't be with anybody that's being nasty and trying to criticize you or put you down. Or If he told me that it bothered him for me to say that, it would stop immediately. And anybody in my circle would have to stop it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just like you have to be in tune with your partner enough mm-hmm. to know, like, okay, is this really okay? Is this not? Yes. And if it's not, cut that shit out. Stop trying to change people. Stop trying to, like, throw shots at the person that you claim you love. Like, we have to... And I mean, I, I, the reason why I'm kind of sitting on this is because I used to be so guilty of this. Mm-hmm. I really put in a lot of effort into trying to change people. Mm-hmm. And all it did was exhaust me, right? It only exhausted me. I didn't get what I wanted. They didn't get what they wanted. And so we wasted a lot of time Man. and energy yes. trying to change each other. Meet somebody and connect with somebody that you're good with. Flaws and all. 
I also want to add, because I've been in a space where I was like trying to tell them like how amazing I was. Like, I'm mm. trying to tell you, like, look at me. I'm amazing. See, look at me. Don't. You don't have to do that. If they can't see what it is, then again, they're not it. And I've done, I've been guilty of that, you know. Trying to fight for showing them, like, look. If they don't see it, it's okay. But I had to realize I was doing it, like, oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, shoot. But, um, yeah. And I just... I just, you guys just embrace yourself. Because in order, even when she said, you have to know your partner like that, in order for you to even do that and be a space to do that, you got to know who you are. It goes back to loving you. It goes back to knowing you. Because then you'll know, like, okay, wait a minute. Even with this make me feel comfortable, or is this somebody? You'll know because you know, you're like, okay, I wouldn't want to be put in that situation. So let me check on my partner. Let me make sure they good. Man, that's so true. Like, I feel like we can go another hour on this. That is so, if you don't know who you are, you can't possibly grasp an understanding of who your partner is. Yeah. Because that that is so true. I'm not even going to say it because, because I could just go on and on and on. And I got another Zoom call after this. But I think it's so important that if, if you guys don't take away anything else from tuning in to us tonight, Take away the fact that singlehood is not a curse against you. It's not anything to punish you. It is the thing that you needed as Floyd, as I've watched Floyd and as you guys watch him say, I've watched this man over the last, and I've known Floyd when he was married. I've known Floyd in his singlehood. And I have to say, I've watched you in your singlehood flourish I mean like a bed of flowers I have watched my cousin who and and ironically it's so funny because I feel like we kind of go through certain things at the same time Mm -hmm. um almost like you know um we're very we're very very close and so we end up experiencing a lot of things in life together Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And even though you're single and I'm not, I feel like we still kind of experience some of the same spiritual things mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. And in fact, there's so much that I learned from you. And so I've watched you evolve and become this very peaceful person that I started to become in my singleness, right? And I and, and Darian, not Darian, that's my first ex-husband. But Marcus and I met at a time where I was still healing and I was still rediscovering and I was still trying to process. And, you know, and I feel like you have to be at a place where you are loving you. Yes. If you all are not loving yourselves, pouring in, and you, you and Floyd are the two people that I specifically pointed out because I don't know any other single people that have worked on themselves like you two have. And I'm not saying that just because you all are on this live, but being honest, there's a lot of people that don't do the work. They complain, but they don't do the work. <laughs> That's, and you know, since you said that, I was thinking about times when I called you crying, okay? Like you were my support and I appreciate you. And you 
never judged me. And I appreciate you for not judging me when I called you about the same person over and over. You <laughs> and you didn't say, leave that brother. You still was patient with me. You was patient with me. Because <laughs> I've been there. Who the hell am I to judge you? I wish I would judge you. <laughs> and that was about three years ago. So grateful. I'm so grateful. So grateful for you, Must, and the support that you've given me. So that's going to be the last takeaway before Shamika ends us off. And that is have people around you in your singlehood that truly support you in your singleness, who uplift you, who love you, who don't judge you in that season. Because sometimes when you're single, you don't always make the best decisions. <laughs> and you got to be patient with yourself. And that's you kind of you be messing with some poop butts. But, you know, men and women, Book of Wolves. you be kind of be messing with some poop but But have people that love you and support you through that season. All right? So y'all yes. got the five. Y'all got the five things that we share with you all about yes. how to maximize your singlehood. So, Shamika, end us off. All of life, may he... Okay, let me say it again. Hold on. Okay. May all of life come to you with ease and joy and glory. How does it get any better than that? Good evening, yes. <laughs> Until next time, you all. Peace. Peace.